Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is, do I need to file a tax return? And now this could be on the personal or the business side. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro and the Tax Minimization Program. The Tax Minimization Program is a training program with tax strategies, implementation guides, group training, and so much more. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. And again, today's topic is on, do I need to file a tax return? This could be on the personal or business side. And this is, oddly enough, a question that we get asked quite a bit. And so what I wanted to do is kind of address that and let you know when do you need to file a tax return, and that could be for your business or even for you personally. Now, most people that are listening to this podcast are going to be business owners, and generally stating if you're a business owner, you're going to have to file a personal tax return, you're going to have to file a business tax return. So I'll just say that straight up. But first, we want to talk about the personal side. Do you need to file a personal tax return? And we're going to talk about a couple different scenarios, but just note that even if you do not need to file a return, you may still want to. So in 2020, for tax year 2020, you do not need to file a tax return if all of the following are true. You're under 65 years old. You don't have any special circumstances. An example with that would be self-employment income. So again, if we have a lot of business owners here, you likely maybe have self-employment income potentially. So you're already required. But if you don't have any special circumstances like self-employment income and um, you're single, earning less than $12,400 or married filing jointly, earning less than $24,800. So in 2020, tax year 2020, you do not need to file a tax return if all the following are true. Under age 65, no special circumstances like self-employment income, and you're single earning less than $12,400, or married filing jointly earning less than $24,800. Now, if you're listening and you're 65 and older, those numbers for item number three just move to $14,050 for single and $26,100 for married filing jointly. Now, if both you and your spouse are married filing jointly, but you're both 65 or older, that number is 27,400. Now, one thing to note here is that if you're a dependent of someone, these rules change slightly. So if you're a student uh, and and your parents are claiming you as a dependent, uh, but you still have other income, there are some other restrictions that you want to look at. Now, again, we talked about the beginning that just because you're not required to file a tax return does not mean that you should not file a return. If you don't file a return, you will not be able to take advantage of any credits or potentially refunds coming to you. So if you had income withheld from your paycheck, but you only had, say, $8,000 of income, no self-employment income, and no special circumstances, technically you're not required to file a tax return, but if you had withholdings, you may be able to get a refund or you may qualify for some type of credit and you might be able to get that. Again, those items would not happen unless you file a tax return. So typically, we recommend everybody should file a tax return. It's not going to hurt anything. Now, if you're under, if you have a lower income, there's sites out there, there's there's options out there where you can file a tax return for free, especially with the IRS. So those are something you might want to look at that it might make sense to file, even if you're not required to take advantage of some of those options that are available to you. 
Now, we get this question more often on the personal side. Do I need to file a business tax return? And when we're talking about this, we really need to first determine what type of business tax return may need to be filed. And this is going to depend on how you're organized. So if you're a single member LLC, this is if you own an LLC all by yourself and have no other tax elections, you would file your business return on a Schedule C on your personal tax return. So if you're a single member LLC, you file your business tax return actually as just a schedule to your personal tax return. That's on Schedule C. This would also be if you're a sole proprietorship. If you have no uh, no organization, no entity like that, but you're just operating as a sole proprietor, you would also file your business activity on a Schedule C. And if you have any income or expenses related to that income, you're going to want to include that Schedule C on your personal tax return. Now, if you're a multi-member LLC, you have an LLC with more than one owner, you're going to need to file a partnership tax return. This is Form 1065. And even if you have no activity during the year, you're still going to need to file Form 1065. From that form, all owners are going to get a K-1 that has that business activity, which is where you're going to report that activity on your respective returns, all the partners' returns. S-corporations. If you have a company that's elected an S-corp status, let's say you're, you were a single-member LLC, but you elected to be taxed as an S-corporation, you're going to need to file an S-corp tax return. This is Form 1120-S. And again, even if you had no activity during the year, you're still going to need to file Form 1120-S. And all owners of the S-corporation are going to get a K-1 with the business activity listed on it, which is where they're going to report that activity on their respective returns. If you're a C-corporation, organized as a C-corp, you're going to need to file a corporation tax return. That's Form 1120. And again with this one, even if you had no activity during the year, you're going to still need to file that Form 1120. So for most of these, multi-member LLC, that's a separate tax return. That's a partnership tax return, Form 1065. S-corporation, that's a separate tax return. That's an S-corp tax return, Form 1120-S. C-corporation, separate tax return. That's a corporation tax return, Form 1120. All of those, whether you have activity or not, you're required to file a tax return. So if you had no income and no expenses, you're still required. If you have any income and expenses, of course, you're going to have to file the tax return for those. So that gives kind of a breakdown. Generally stating, you're going to be filing a tax return. Now, if you're a sole prop or a single member LLC and you have no activity, no income, not a single thing of income or expenses or anything like that, you may be able to get away without filing it. But for anything with a separate entity and a separate structure, a separate return, those are going to be required even if you have no activity in the business. Now, the important thing to think about these is the due dates. So multi-member LLCs and S-corporations, Partnerships, Form 1065, and S-Corporations, Form 1120-S. The due date for those returns is March 15th. So that's coming up next week. So that's why we kind of wanted to do this episode now to know that if you're operating as a, as a partnership or an S-Corporation, the due date on those returns is March 15th. Now, you can file an, an extension on those, but you have to file that extension by that same due date. If you're operating as a single-member LLC or a sole proprietorship, that's going to be on your Schedule C. That's going to be the same tax return due date as your personal return, which is April 15th. And same thing with a corporation. If you're filing a C corporation, that's Form 1120. That due date is April 15th as well.
So if you're required to file a tax return for yourself or for your business, but you fail to do so, you're going to face penalties. And those penalties are going to continue to grow the longer you go without filing. So it's important to know that if you have a filing requirement, it's important to make sure you do get that return completed and sent in to avoid or at least stop any bleeding on any kind of penalties that might be happening. So again, just kind of wanted to run through this process again. We often get asked, Mike, I I started uh, an S corporation in December 15th, had little to no activity. Do I need to file a return? Answer is yes. It's a separate business entity. Um, So on the personal side, if uh, you do not need to file a tax return if all the following are true, under age 65, don't have any self-employment income or any other special circumstances, and you're single, earning less than $12,400, or married filing jointly, earning less than $24,800. If you're over 65, those numbers just go up slightly. And note that if you're dependent on someone else's return, so your parents are filing you as a dependent, or somebody else is taking care of you and filing you as a dependent, the rules change slightly as well. But remember, we talked about that if you don't file a return, you're not going to be able to take advantage of any credits or possible refunds that could be coming to you. So Typically, we're going to say, go ahead and file those returns. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're, nothing's, you're not going to get any refund, no credits or anything. But the best thing that's going to happen is you could potentially get a refund. You could qualify for a credit. Something else could come back where money could be coming into your pocket that you could potentially be missing out on. And again, if you're lower income, there are some free programs out there where you can file your tax return for free if that is one of the concerns you might be thinking about on why you don't want to file. On the business side, it's first important to determine what type of tax return do you need to file. So if you're a single member LLC, you own an LLC all by yourself and you didn't elect S-Corp status or anything like that, you're going to report that on a Schedule C. And if you have any income or expenses, you're going to need to make sure you include that Schedule C and that's going to be on your personal tax return. If you're a multi-member LLC, you have more than one owner, you're going to file a partnership tax return on Form 1065. And even if you have no activity during the year, you're going to still need to file that Form 1065. If you're an S-Corporation, you're going to have to file an S-Corp tax return on Form 1120S. And again, even if you had no activity during the year, still got to file that Form 1120S. And if you're a C-Corp, you're going to file a corporation tax return on Form 1120. And again, Even if you have no activity during the year, you're still going to need to file that Form 1120. So typically, we recommend clients file your tax returns either way. I'd much rather see you file a tax return just to be sure than not file a tax return, get hit with a bunch of penalties because you filed late and you were supposed to. Again, just to kind of remind you of the due dates, uh, partnership tax returns, those are going to be those multi-member LLCs, partnerships, Form 1065, and S-Corporations, Form 1120S, are both due March 15th. That's right around the corner, so if you haven't gotten those filed or an extension filed, be sure you do it before then. Uh, Single-member LLCs, sole proprietorships, those are going to be on a Schedule C on your personal tax return, as well as a C-Corporation, that's going to be Form 1120, those are due on April 15th. And again... If you're required to file a tax return for yourself or your business, but you fail to do so, you will face penalties. So make sure you're just getting these tax returns filed and getting them submitted. So I hope that that was helpful. I hope that helped answer some of those questions. Do I need to file a tax return? Do I not need to file one? Um, So hope that was helpful. Um, And now one last thing before I go, I want to remind you to join our free Facebook group. Just jump into Facebook. 
Type in small business tax secrets and you're going to be able to find that Facebook group. Join in there, ask your questions, collaborate with other people that are asking questions. Um, It's a great community. Uh, We also have a free bookkeeping training program. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com and in there you can find a free bookkeeping training program if you're really looking to do bookkeeping on your own but just need a little help along the process. And we also have our tax minimization program. This is a monthly subscription where we share with you a library of tax strategies, implementation guides. We do group training sessions where we connect as a group once a month. You have unlimited Ask ask a Pro, so you have general questions about tax planning, tax strategies, things like that. You can ask us an unlimited amount of general questions as part of that group, and so that's a monthly subscription. Be sure to check that out if you're really kind of looking to expand and save on this tax side. You can also find that at Tax Savings Pod podcast.com forward slash tax. That's www.taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. Again, hope this was helpful. I want to thank you guys for joining as we kind of continue to push through this tax season. I'm sure you guys are seeing pressure on your end as well. Uh, It's been a crazy year with more changes coming down the line. So uh, thanks again for tuning into another episode and I will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.